0: Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. What is up, IDP Army? It is your man, Jordan Reigns at 50 Shades of Drunk, Best Ball Messiah, Cardi B of IDP if you are on the Twitterverse. Thank you for joining me today. We are going to be talking about, um, well, we're going to be talking about the early idp rankings for 2022 dynasty fantasy football early 2022 dynasty fantasy football rankings for idp we're gonna do all positions so we're, we're just gonna give you the top guys i'm not gonna do every position right now those videos will come later so stick around uh look around the channel for those we'll have offensive stuff as well but i'm gonna hit this intro and then we're gonna get the show started y'all All right. If this is your first time tuning into the show, thank you very much. Uh, Do us a big favor. If you're watching on YouTube, give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. If you're listening on one of the podcast feeds on iTunes and Spotify, you can leave us a five star rating. We would appreciate it. You know, there's a lot of people that watch the show, listen to the show. The podcast feeds got a lot of unique listeners. You know, please give us a five star rating. It would help more people find us. You know, when I say us as well, you know, there's me. I'm doing the IDP Army podcast for you right now. But, you know, and this you'll see this on the YouTube as well, but we do have a podcast feed that has three other shows on it, um, including the Dynasty Tailgate, which focuses on Dynasty, but it's skewed towards it's like NFL draft, you know, so it's really just about the rookies, um, but it is Dynasty focused. We're not really into Devi, but we are going to keep you updated on who's coming in. So Dynasty Tailgate, 30 minute shows. That's by Billy Manzel at Hombra Vendor. He is also one of the co-hosts of our other show. <clears throat> Offensive Points podcast that is hosted by he Billy Manzel, Joe Wiggins, and then Josh Hall. Uh, I describe that show as you know around the NFL for not say for work. You know it's for adult audiences. You know we're not bleeping things out and we're not you know dancing around subjects. I mean we're thirty year old married men. You know, we're, we're talking that talk, you know, where we play fantasy football. Uh, so tune into that. That shows on the feed. And then we also have the Terrestrial Takes podcast on the podcast feed. From time to time, you will see clips of those shows on the YouTube channel. But if you want to check those out, uh, go to the podcast feed right now. Like I said, uh, great shows over there. Today, like I said, we are going to be going over my top IDP rankings going into the year. You know, stay tuned on the channel. Uh, you know, been taking a while to kind of get rolling back into the content side of things, but that's. Not because we haven't been working, Um, you know, the ultimate IDP index, which is our flagship product available on our Patreon. A lot, a lot, a lot of hours have been uh, put into that since between now and Christmas, uh, a little a little less than two months. Uh, But I've dumped a lot of hours in there. All the production profiles for all the IDP players, the top 200 guys have been updated for last year. Uh, All the rankings have been updated. It's tiered. Uh, idp rankings you can use it as a draft guide you can use it as you know finding values um you know we have a trade calculator in there etc i'll pull some of the production profiles up for you guys as we go through the rankings and show those to you um yeah all right well i'm trying to think if there's any other announcements that i have um if you you know oh this is a big one play underdog fantasy with us you know up here in the description uh you can get a hundred dollars you your first time depositor they have a lot of really cool best ball games on there I play dynasty, but I don't want to do a dynasty draft every week. You can go on underdog, you know, you can go through one of their drafts. um, You know, it takes out 30 minutes, 40 minutes, but I mean, you're getting a team ready for next year. You're staying abreast with current values, things like that. There's a link down in the description. Play best ball with us. We'll um, be doing a lot of content around that. So when I'm not doing my IDP stuff, which a lot of you know me from, I will be doing a lot more best ball stuff and dynasty stuff this offseason. But I will be focusing a lot on best ball because I believe it's the, the 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 format of fantasy football offensively that's going to grow the most and kind of possesses the most upside for people to have fun, play with their friends, and win some money. So if you have not played underdog, join me. Click the link in the description of this video. Hop in on that. We'll be putting a lot of content out here for you on that as well. So, you know, we'll, we'll be helping you guys get there. Oh, um, I'll save the rest of that for later. All right, let's do what you are all here for. <clears throat> I'm not going to do any news or anything like that right now. <clears throat> I'm just going to give you guys the meat of it. So I'm just going to show you. These are my top 12 IDP players way too early for Dynasty that I'm looking at for this next year. I'm going to go ahead and pull them up onto the screen. TJ Watt, number one. Darius Leonard, number two. Roquan Smith, three. Micah Parsons at 4, Nick Bosa at 5, Miles Garrett 6, Derwin James at 7. We'll have to talk about that one. 8, I have Devin White. 9, I have Joey Bosa. 10, Eric Kendricks. 11, Blake Martinez. And then 12, Brian Burns. Um, I'll just go ahead and say, you know, TJ Watt won Defensive Player of the Year. He deserved it. Uh, you know, tied the NFL sack record playing nowhere near as many snaps as most guys did i'm actually going to go ahead and bring up his production profile for you all um, just so you can look at it and it should give you a reference point for the guys after him just to kind of show you how good he did this year so let's see if i can get that to share here we go all right so you can see here on the production profile 758 snaps played 22 and a half sacks um if we scroll around just a little bit on the bottom of these charts What I really want you to hone in on is the points per snap. He scored half a point per snap he played. That is an obscene number. Uh, That's completely – it won't happen again. It's very on the outside of the realm of possibility. But that's just – that's an elite number, like an elite number. 0.3 or anything over than that in IDP 1-2-3 scoring is going to be very, very, very good for defensive line players. You know, your elite guys are going to be able to hit just a little over 0.3. To get almost up to half a point per snap, um, that's crazy. You know, tackle rate, pretty good for an outside linebacker, 8.44. And we'll just go back and look here quickly at TJ Watt. Last year, 2020, tackle rate a little bit lower, points per snap, 0.36. Not a bad number. Again, like I said, still an elite number. A lot of people like, well, you know, TJ Watt, for whatever reason, people don't want to rank him as the number one IDP player, even though he's been the number one IDP player like three years in a row. Um... You can go back even further. 2019, still putting up an elite 0.33 points per snap. Tackle rate still a little bit lower down there. Overall defensive play rate's a little bit lower there as well. But he's getting better. You know, 20.1% defensive play rate. That's an extremely high number. Um, and some of the guys on this list you'll see after him, you'll see they're very good players, and their numbers do not compare to his. He did deserve to win the defensive player of the year. I know some people, you know, want to. Kind of poo-poo him for that. You know, they want to give it to Aaron Donald. I mean, it's just, I don't, you know, I've only got Leonard on that list. We got somebody coming in. Hey, what's up, my man? Thanks for joining us here on the channel. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it's not, that's not bad. Darius Leonard's a great player, and there are a lot of good IDP players that you're going to find further down boards. So let's take a look here at number two. We had Darius Leonard. And I'm not really going to go too, too much into Darius Leonard's season for you guys, but, I mean, it was another good one. 289 total points, 18.6 points per snap. That's good, really good for a linebacker. Not like uber-duber elite, but that's up there. I mean, that's going to get you top six, top seven, probably at the end of the season, depending on how many games you played. Um, and that he finished his deep, uh, linebacker 11 this year. Uh, played 1,001 total snaps, 0.28 points per snap. That was down just a smidge from what he normally puts up, which I'm going to go here. I'm looking at this in the Ultimate IDP Index. this year. Last year, 0.35. So, yeah, he did go down just a little bit in his efficiency. The year before that, 2019, he was at 0.37. But I still believe in Darius Leonard. Um, I don't think there's any reason not to. The tackle rate is still extremely high. Uh, well, not extremely high, but 12.19%. That's very good. Defensive play rate, 15%. And he's never not going to get the snaps, you know, when he's healthy. He has had some injury issues, but for me, he's still the number two overall IDP player just in general. If you're going just outside or just regular linebackers, he's still number one for me, even ahead of Micah Parsons, even ahead of Devin White, even ahead of Roquan Smith. Even though there is a, you know, those are all great linebackers, I have them all in the same tier in the Ultimate IDP Index. Number three on that list, Roquan Smith. Great season for him, although PFF ranked him extremely poorly. Uh, I think he wasn't even a top 200 PFF graded player on defense. I don't think he cracked the top 40 linebackers, which is – I don't know what to say about that. Um, that's kind of crazy to me. But uh, points per game, 19.12. Defensive play rate, 18.53. 1,900, 1,009 snaps points per game or points per snap 0.3 tackle rate 16.15 that's a really really good tackle rate uh impact plays was only 20 this year last year he had 33 uh i believe he finishes the overall linebacker 2 last year this year was not quite that high still linebacker 3 but he had a lot more tackles for loss last year he had the second most tackles for loss in the league this year that number was not super high um you know, I really don't know what to attribute that to, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, based on what I watched, I just, you know, he just didn't get there. Robert Quinn had a lot of tackles for loss. Maybe that's part of it. He was actually getting behind the line of scrimmage and being successful. Uh, but yeah, 2021 Roquan Smith had 12 tackles for loss on 1,009 snaps compared to 2020 Roquan Smith, who had 18 tackles for loss on 1,016 snaps. So still a pretty good number, double digits, but not as prolific as he was behind the line of scrimmage the year before. And uh, apparently a PFFC sees something that makes them, you know, want to pump the brakes on him a little bit. So that, that's their prerogative. Number three, or number three, I just said that. Number four, I have Micah Parsons. Now, coming into this last year, I had him ranked kind of low because I was skittish. I won't even lie to you, Isaiah Simmons, Birmingham the year before. I was not sure that I was ready to put Micah Parsons up there again. I was, I just wasn't ready to do it. I was scared. Um, on top of that, you know, Jalen Smith was coming off a really good season, and Leighton Vanderesh was healthy, supposedly. So this is one of those weird things where, you know, I feel like it was good process, bad results. All offseason last year, I was saying, you know, uh, Jalen Smith, you know, with Dan Quinn coming over from Atlanta, Jalen Smith is, you know, is maybe looking at a season where he's going to get a lot of sacks and a lot of tackles for loss because the season before that, Dan Quinn in Atlanta had given Voice Aid Olakun and Deion Jones both incredible seasons. Deion Jones rushing the passer quite a bit, blitzed more than he had ever in his career. Um, So I had a a, a feeling that Dan Quinn was going to blitz his linebackers. I thought it would be Jalen Smith because I'm an idiot, okay? I'll just say that. Jalen Smith, they ended up booting his ass out of there. Micah Parsons didn't start week one or didn't play much week one, but by the time week three rolled around, he was an every-down starter. I'm going to show you all his production profile because I have it broken up in the Ultimate IDP Index um, in what I think is a pretty interesting way to look at it. So we have his entire season right here broken down. So let's just focus on the bottom numbers. These are the raw numbers at the top. You can see his actual stats. Bottom numbers, you're going to be able to see his play rates, which is going to be to, this is what I want to look at. Overall in the season, tackle rate nine point two three two nine. Not great for a linebacker, but there's a reason for that. Defensive play rate 16.9. Points per snap, 0.35. All right? Now that's Micah Parsons just all season. I went ahead and broke down his production profile this year uh, by the weeks that he played primarily as an edge player. That's weeks two, three, 11, and 12. During those weeks, he played 213 snaps. His tackle rate was down to 6.57, but he was still uh, very productive, putting up 0.4 points per snap. Uh, He was able to get four and a half sacks, which was half the sacks he had on the year from that edge position. So we'll scroll on down, and these are the games where he played primary, or I'm sorry, he had eight and a half sacks from the middle linebacker position. From the in the games that he played off ball linebacker, you know, available, like I said, the information right here, he had eight and a half sacks from the offball linebacker position. So again, it was kind of the, the process was right. You know, Dan Quinn will rush his linebackers. I just didn't know that he would have the most prolific off ball edge rushing linebacker of all time. Uh, in Micah Parsons that's on me I need to work on my evaluation skills you can see here even from the off ball position Micah Parsons putting up 0.33 points per snap that is very very good his tackle rate did go up you would expect that from the off ball line position versus the edge Um, but you know what's incredible is he still got his sacks he's still got eight and a half sacks playing off ball okay now he may have you know those are the games you started there maybe he did creep up to line or whatever those games but he was being blitzed on those games so he's he's proficient behind the line of scrimmage as you can see here 14 tackles for loss eight and a half from the off ball position and the edge position so you know i I really don't see any reason to to you know not just say wheels up the impact plays are there they're high leverage impact plays they're behind the line scrimmage and he's still an off-ball linebacker. You know, he put up a similar season this year to someone like Hassan Reddick. you know, when his first year or two with the uh, Arizona Cardinals or in that third year where he was getting a lot of tackles because he was a used as a linebacker, but he was also getting his sacks because they were starting to rush him more. So really unique player. Uh, if you have him as a rookie, awesome. In the index right now, he is our number. What did I say he was overall? Oh, wow. Let me see here. I don't even know. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I don't even know. I would just went on that huge rant. I don't even know if this was up on the screen. I said it was sharing on my side. All right, I'll kind of show this to you guys again really quick here. Uh, for everyone on the stream, I apologize. So this is Micah Parsons' profile right here for the whole season. 904 snaps, 0.35 points per snap, tackle rate 9.29, defensive play rate 9, 16.9. Uh, now we broke it up. We have Micah Parsons' season as the DL player. Weeks 2, 3, 11, and 12. Very, very, very good numbers here. And then we have Micah Parsons numbers as an off-ball linebacker primarily. Weeks 1, four, five, six, eight, nine, 10, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Still an elite 0.33 points per snap. I apologize if you guys are watching this on the on, the, uh, on YouTube that I did not have it up on the screen earlier. I'll leave this up here for you to look at just a little bit longer. If you guys want to look at these yourselves join our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the IDP army, join the black ops tier or the semi pro fantasy tier, get access to the ultimate IDP index. You'll get all this information, uh, all of these charts, all these graphs, all this information is in IDP one, two, three scoring. That is the default standard scoring of the sleeper app. Sleeper is the number one dynasty platform. My man, Rui, did a little research for me the other day. If you guys don't follow Rui on Twitter, give him a follow. Um, I'll try to pull it up here. Uh, but he did a little research, ran the numbers. 25% of all Dynasty leagues on Sleeper have at least one IDP player. They're the number one Dynasty platform in the world. They claim to be. I believe them. Um, so IDP is you know I mean it's growing and IDP one two three that's the default scoring that people use that's the one people play in um, yeah my bookmarks are all messed up guys I'm sorry I Rui has a graph if you want to see it I'll f- go find it and retweet it on my pla- on my uh, Twitter speaking of which quickly before we move on follow at semi fantasy on IG we're gonna start doing more stuff on IG. At semi pro fantasy on TikTok. We're already getting, we're already busy on TikTok. We got stuff going on there all the time. So we appreciate you guys there. Follow along on Twitter at semi pro fantasy and at the IDP army. Me at 50 shades of drunk, obviously. um All right. Let's get back to the bread and butter of the show. So we got to speed this up a little bit. Nick Bosa is next. uh Miles Garrett, I have six. So there will, you know, it, there's a good question here. You know, I'll, I'll I'll just tell you guys, I was looking at PFF's top 250 IDP rankings that they put out. And I was curious about a lot of things about them. But the most curious thing is that they start off with seven, eight edge rushers in a row. Uh, I don't know if I think, I don't agree that that's fundamentally sound IDP value or strategy. Honestly, um, you guys know my opinion on, you know, I, you know, the zero DL strategy, there's always an upside defensive lineman late. Matt Judon late this year, Cameron Jordan late this year, Robert Quinn late this year, Cam Ham Hayward late this year. All of those guys finished top 10. Josh Allen, top 10. None of them were drafted ahead of round probably 15, 16 in most of your dynasty IDP startups. Um, So why you would go out of your way to draft guys like Nick Bosa and Miles Garrett, who are finishing with the exact same point totals as these guys and based on their position, will have the exact same kind of opportunities. I don't know. I I think that's fundamentally flawed personally, but um, you will see, I do have Nick Bosa and Miles Garrett still in my top six. Uh, I, I think, you know, we're still in a world where you want to have a foundational linebacker you can count on, especially dynasty and build around him for years to come. Um, Devin white. A lot of people were on Devin white as linebacker two last year. I was a little bit, I was, I had him, some people were on him as linebacker one. I was still on Darius Leonard. Uh, He fell off a little bit this year, but he still had a a very good season. Still finishes a top uh, 15 linebacker finishes linebacker 13, actually with 279 points on 1014 snaps. Um, I think he, you know, and everything about Tampa Bay was just a little rougher this year than last year. Their hangover was definitely intact, but um Miles Garrett some people are going to be like oh Jordan you hate Miles Garrett he's so low blah, blah blah I mean it it's not even like that um you know but it is there are there are factors at play uh one he you know the tackles overall generally for Miles Garrett are not very high he did have a pretty good year this year in tackles but if you just down to brass tacks if you go look at the points per game and the points per snap um <clears throat> and I'll just go ahead and pull those up for you guys as well. Hopefully I actually remember to share the screen this time. But we'll look at his year-over-year year points per snap. And they're just, you know, they're high, but they're not as high as I think some people would lead want you to believe they are. Um, I don't think he can be justified as a top two IDP asset overall, maybe even three. So points per snap this year, 0.31. Last year, 0.28. The year before that, 0.28. Year before that, 0.23. Year before that, 0.26. Not bad numbers, but again, in a world where TJ Watt in the last four, this is TJ Watt's numbers, points per snap, 0.49, 0.36, 0.33, 0.3. His worst season, 0.26, is basically, basically what Miles Garrett averages. So. You know, it's not even about being biased. It's just about looking at the raw numbers and saying, look, he is a great physical specimen. He does look really cool in a tank top. He does have a cool puppy. You know, we do call him Jurassic Miles. His brand is very strong. But the reality of the situation is he is not worth um. He's not worth the number one or even the number two IDP player, in my opinion. Still very high. The name value is probably going to be able to get you a guy like that uh, on your hands. So, Let's continue on down the list. Derwin James, I'm not a huge Derwin James fan, but undeniably had a great season this year. Defensive play rate was at right around 15%. Points per snap, extremely high for a defensive back at 027 uh, impact plays 19 that's a very solid number total defensive plays 144 got behind the line of scrimmage a little more than I anticipated this year stayed healthy uh, you know something that the guy who I've been touting is the number one defensive back in dynasty for a while Jamal Adams has really struggled to do the last couple of years and has really been come about you know that's the big difference maker and again you know Derwin James has struggled with that as well but I can't even remember the last time Jamal Adams played a full 16 and Derwin James pulled that off this year, um, without a hiccup. So let's give, let's give him his due. All right. Devin white, <coughs> uh, Joey Bosa, Eric Kendricks coming in at eight, nine and 10. Kendricks is a guy here that's always undervalued every single year points per points per snap are always high this year. 0.29, right around that 0.3. That's an elite level. Um, you know, the snaps were super high this year, over a thousand defensive play rate, 16 percent points per game. Twenty. You know, I, I brought this up last year. He, Eric Wilson, T.J. Watt, a couple other guys, their points per game were in that 20 range. And to break 20 from the linebacker spot and the points per game, uh, that's that's meaningful. And and Eric Kendricks has done this year over year over year now. His points per snap are incredible. You know, he's good in coverage. He can actually get, you know, interceptions. The way he makes plays on the ball is incredible. He's probably the most, he's probably the easiest player on this list to go acquire right now. It would be Eric Kendricks, would be my guess. People are thinking he's old. People are just down on the Vikings in general for whatever reason. I would be looking to, you know, if you want to build around an older top linebacker, uh, Eric Kendricks is going to be one of the guys you're going to want to go with. Blake Martinez here at 11. He came off the, uh, he's injured early this year, but, you know, back to back to back to back, 140 plus tackle seasons. On top of that, he is an impact player. Um, not a super high impact player, but he does get enough to 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 warrant being a top consideration here. So and then Brian Burns coming in at twelve., uh, he didn't have the most prolific season i I thought he might have this year, but it was still decent. I think there's a lot of upside for Brian Burns, and because he's so young and so talented, I'm leaving him in my top twelve and in dynasty right now. So um all right, so that was my top twelve. If you guys wanna see all my top two hundred players in their tiers their production profiles, go to the Patreon, okay? You guys go to patreon.com. we got three tiers. All tiers will get you into our Discord to talk and chat with myself, with the other guys on the squad, plus Bomber, plus some other folks we have in there from around the fantasy football community. You're going to get access to the 2022 best ball rankings for underdog, uh, and those are updated all the time with little tidbits, um, and those are also tiered out. Uh, you know, you can get the Black Ops tier. That's where the ultimate IDP index is. Or you can get the semi-pro tier, which you'll get the best ball rankings, the ultimate IDP index, and you will get the ultimate dynasty index, which is my tiered uh, dynasty rankings for all offensive positions as well as the IDP index. So uh, we, we offer a lot. You know, it's full stack fantasy. We, we have everything that you guys can do in the off season available. I live and breathe, eat and sleep fantasy football, um, create, consume, create, consume process filter push it back out um and speaking of which i have something i do want to share with you all here on the back half of this show so i just got through the idp rankings i did do a mock draft uh, a week ago with some people uh for a dynasty idp only league and i want to share that draft board with you all here on the youtube channel uh and just kind of show you you know where where we know what a real draft is kind of going to look like there are definitely some values available on this uh, and i want you guys to see that so let me see if i can pull that up boom here we go so um you can see my team i went darius leonard number two overall obviously um well quickly i'll just run through my team darius leonard i got brian burns logan wilson Xavier McKinney, Zadarius Darius Smith. I was able to get him in the fifth round. That was a great value on him. Great player kind of forgotten Cole Holcomb in the sixth got my third linebacker there. Uh, Cam Hayward was the number two overall defensive line player this last year again, and I was able to get him in the seventh round. I don't know why anybody would be, you know, reaching for just you you don't have to reach. Um, There's good players late. Brandon Jones, he's a player that I'm gonna to be touting a lot this offseason. Uh, had a really good season in Miami this year, low-key. Javon Holland is a player that gets a lot of pub. But Brandon Jones, if he's on your waiver wire, like that's if you take nothing else out of anything I've said over the last 20 minutes, if Brandon Jones is on your waiver wire, he should not be on your waiver wire. He should be on your fantasy team right now. Don't worry, he's gonna get his own show. We're gonna a lot of these guys are gonna get their own shows and stuff. And then I finished off with Jonathan Abram. But let's look at this board overall. Um, there's a few players I wanted to point out. First and foremost, go over to the guy at the 106 with the Fred Warner and then go down to the 67. 7 You'll see Harold Landry. Harold Landry should not have been around anywhere near that long. He finished this year as the overall DL7. Last year, he was an overall top 12 linebacker defensive lineman as well. So you were able to get a guy who has back-to-back top defensive lineman seasons. And again, two years ago, he did, I think, all five sacks. This year, he actually had double-digit sacks finishes a top 12 guy so he can produce behind the line of scrimmage and he has a consistent tackle floor uh to be you know to get himself up there as well when the sacks don't fall he also makes impact plays he does get tackles for loss he does get pass deflections Harold Landry is always going to be at a at a at a premium and at a discount he is a premium player at a discount probably in all of your drafts he should not have gone that late and I don't think it's out of their own possibility to get him in the You know, four, fifth, six in any sort of dynasty startups that you do with IDP only. People are going to ask, how does this translate to offense IDP only? I mean, everything just gets pushed up about six, seven rounds. You know, that's kind of where I'm at uh, with that. I'll I'll, I'll go over some strategy stuff with you all later on the channel at a different time. Other things I wanted to point out on this board trey hendrickson you'll move over one row to my man 420 hustler the 107 and go down two spots trey hendrickson and sam hubbard i think he reached a little bit on sam hubbard uh but trey hendrickson at 37 again you know this is a guy who's coming off another great season not as good as you know we maybe wanted it wanted it to be um but it was definitely not bad He did a little bit more in the postseason. Sam Hubbard came through again with a good year. Actually, I'm having a little trouble finding my information I had here on Hendrickson. Maybe he did not finish quite as high as I had remembered. Let me see here. Let me see if I can find a points per game for you guys real quick on Hendrickson in the index. I think he's in tier three for me right now. Hmm, There he is. All right. Ray Hendrickson, 202 points this year. Um, that would put him right around that Emmanuel Ogba area, Kyle Van Noy, uh, 0.28 points per snap this year, 717 snaps. I mean, it was a good season. I think that was a pretty uh, a good pick by my man Hustler there. Um so let's 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 move on down this board a little bit. Another player that I, I thought was, you know, a, a major major value. Go to Dutch five five two off here on the right hand side. Go down to the very bottom. He was able to snag Nick Bolton at the nine eleven. Uh, Nick Bolton here, you know, had a great season as a rookie. One hundred and twelve tackles, seventy of them being Tolo Had a lot of tackles for loss, although you can't see those on sleeper. Go petition Sleeper to fix that and add those here on the side. He did make a lot of his points up on the tackles for loss this year. His snaps were very high uh, in a couple of games, but he really didn't play a full full full-time role, and he was still able to put up a very solid season. Um, To get him this late, kind of a forgotten player right now because he wasn't overly prolific and because Kansas City did struggle down the stretch. So you're going to be able to get a guy like Nick Bolton late this year can be a foundational piece nick bolton is going to be you know this year's kind of uh logan wilson i know logan wilson you know blew up and then he got a little bit hurt but similar to that where he's just going to be forgotten because it wasn't overly prolific he didn't have a Micah parsons season um but he's already you know a value in drafts there was one other player i wanted to bring up who's um <clears throat> right now is coming in at a major value. It's Devandre Campbell. So you'll go to the 104 spot, scroll down to the 5-4. Devondre Campbell getting massive disrespect. Um, you know, he's been a, a an every every week starter essentially for three years now in IDP. You know, maybe he hasn't always been a top, top guy, but he gets his tackles. You can see here multiple double-digit tackle games, 13, 15, 14, Uh, A 16, a 10, a 13 down the stretch. And he's also making impact plays. He's a good player for IDP and for fantasy football. Um, You know, he got paid to go up to Green Bay. Uh, He took over that role in a good, you know, 146 tackles. Those are kind of always going to be there in Green Bay. We've seen, again, Blake Martinez always getting his 140 plus tackles up there. Devondre Campbell to get him in the, what round is this, the fifth round. That's a massive, massive value. So I wanted to share that with you all. Um, you know, just to keep you all up to date on kind of what the board's looking like right now. What people are doing in drafts. Um I got a few comments over here, so I'm going to try to see what we got here. Sorry guys, I'm a little late to check them out. in there. 15. Oh yeah, where did Patrick Queen go on this? That's a good question. 13. Man, that's way too high for Patrick Queen. Sorry, JC Money. Patrick Queen He's a big sell right now. He's not really getting the snaps. He's definitely not getting the tackles. You only have one double-digit tackle game all season. Yeah, he he was he made his bread and butter last year off the impact plays that he really did not come this year. Wouldn't surprise me if they go I'll get another linebacker. Um, so I don't know. I wouldn't be happy with Queen there, my guy. All right. Well. Nobody really in the chat has any questions, just commentary so I won't bother you with that. But uh thank you so much for joining me today. Do me a big favor, like I said if you're still here, join us on Underdog, click the link in the description, use the code IDP Army all one word, you'll get a first time deposit match bonus of $100 up to $100. Play basketball with us. Join our Patreon, 5 bucks a month, you get the you can support the channel, you can support the guys and me, you know, get us a new mic, the you know, the studio software, all the stuff it costs money to do the lighting, the setup, the editing, all that stuff, support us. You know, we're not just taking your money. We're giving you something back. So, you know, we have the ultimate IDP index. That's in our middle tier. You can get the best ball rankings. That's in our lowest tier. Anybody who supports us is going to get those. Play best ball with us. And then if you want our dynasty index, which is going to have all the rookies sorted in, in the next two to three weeks is what uh, Billy and Joe told me, that they're going gonna—they're working on that because that's their forte. I worked on the, the front end, you know, the NFL players, uh, you know, with them. Come, come get some guys. It's full stack fantasy. Join our discord. We're doing it all. We're doing it big. We're going to have merch up and running soon. We will be at the expo in Canton. Hopefully we're going to have our booth set up again. Um, they're talking with y'all meeting all the fans, meeting all the, the IDP fantasy fans and all the, you know, semi-pro fantasy players out there just like us. Uh, so that is it for me. Thank you for tuning in. I'll be back in a week or less. Okay, that's my promise to you is I'm going to start cranking them out once a week again with another show. Probably going to be doing some rankings-based stuff. I'm going to get my thoughts and processes out there early on with you guys. And as we roll into, you know, closer to the season, as new information gets out, you guys will be able to see how things adjust. So I will be doing my top, you know, I'll do my actual IDP positions, linebacker, defensive line, defensive backs. Going to be doing my offensive positions as well for best ball and then my dynasty thoughts along with that. Wide receiver, quarterback, tight end, running back, you know, the usual. So, thank you. I appreciate you all being here. Like I said, if you have not subscribed, be sure to do that. It would mean a lot to us. Leave us a five-star rating and or review wherever you get your podcast, whatever platform that may be. And until next time, we will be out of here, guys. Girls, boys, men, women, IDP Army. All right, goodbye.